1: Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio Season 5, Episode 127, recorded Monday, December 18th, 2023. <laughs> Hello again, everyone, and as always, a very big thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. So here we are, one week away from the Christmas holiday and only two weeks until we embark on 2024. It does seem that 2023 went by pretty quickly. More on that in a few minutes. Today is also a very rainy and windy day up here in New England, and the temperatures are pretty warm. No snow, but a lot of rain and a lot of wind. Doesn't look like we're going to have a white Christmas. So this episode also wraps up Season 5 of the podcast. Now, I had no idea where this would take me when I recorded that first episode in March of 2019. It's been an incredible journey of learning and networking, and now I'm looking ahead to Season 6, in 2024. Now on today's show, I'm going to do a special year-end episode where I take you through the entire year at Scuba Shack, sort of a retrospective on a really busy year, and then set the stage for season six. So let's get started. 2023 has been an absolutely incredible year for Scuba Shack. It was our best year since taking over in 2017. Now, we could not have imagined this when we were forced to shut down our doors in March of 2020 for the pandemic and then see all the struggles that persisted well into 2022. Actually, we did start off 2020 really strong, and then it stopped. Not only did we have the uncertainty related to the post-pandemic world, the challenges of inflation certainly added to our deep concerns about the future. But in 2023, our dive professionals and our customers stepped up, whether it be our long-term, deeply loyal clients or those new divers who are just starting out their underwater journey. So before I go any further, a sincere thanks to all of our scuba shack professionals uh, who made it happen, and to all the divers who made 2023 a big success. Now, as we look ahead to 2024, many of us are setting our goals and objectives for the new year. But today, I wanna give you a bit of a look back at the year of a local dive shop, small local dive shop here in New England with four seasons that dictates the type of training and diving we can provide. Now I struggled a little bit with about how exactly to do this retrospective of 2023. I started by going through month by month to talk about the activities, but that seemed a bit tedious. So I thought I would do it from a different perspective. I'm gonna talk about the two bedrocks of our operation, training and travel, and then I'll add some of the other activities that happen throughout the year. Like I said, training uh, divers, especially new divers, is one of the foundational elements of a small local dive shop. Now, based on our experience in planning, we figure out all the basic open water classes and some continuing education that we're going to need to schedule for the entire dive season. As the year progresses, there are other classes that get added in based on feedback from our instructors and customers. But for the basic open water class in 2023, we conducted 11. Now that might not seem like a lot for some shops, but for us, it's sort of a sweet spot. While we're in a small state, there are a number of other shops that offer the courses and we need to be realistic about our expectations. Now we found that this number of courses uh, available, uh, when we have this number of courses available, we're able to fill them and we also deliver consistent experience. Now, in 2023, open water training started in January. Uh, then there were classes once a month in February, March, April, and May. Now, most of the students in the classes in January and February were referrals to warmer water locations. Now, two of our instructors did develop a new paddy distinctive specialty over the winter. The course is called Foundations and Principles of Diving and focuses on specific equipment, configurations, different propulsion techniques, buoyancy, and trim. And after getting approval from Patty, the first class was conducted in March with four of our divers, and it was very well received. Also in January, a professional training started. The Dive Master class started in early January, and it ran through May. Now, that gives us enough time to get them through all of the requirements and provide a significant amount of experience. Also, in January, another instructor development course got underway with a target of early May for the instructor exam. Our first open water certification dives took place in May. Those certification dives happened in Rhode Island at Fort Weatherall. While we can get into water earlier than May, I think it's prudent that we wait until May so the water warms up just a bit plus the daily temperatures make it a little bit more comfortable for the students. Now by June, our training schedule really ramped up with two confined water classes. Not only did we do our two regular classes, one of our instructors also did a private class which is unusual for us, plus our guys introduced a night diver course, and like I said, June remained very busy with uh, the first of three underwater photography workshops, and my nonprofit, Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut, conducted our inaugural open water class for three high school students. The June open water certification dives were scheduled for Fort Weatherall again, but the weather sometimes is a challenge. The forecast called for some very nasty weather in Rhode Island, So, the team prudently shifted the dives to Bigelow Hollow State Park here in Connecticut. You might have seen that featured in Alert Diver. Now, because the dive site is about an hour closer to the dive shop than Rhode Island, we invited all the new divers back to the shop for some pizza and beverages. More to come on how we plan to do more of that in the future. Now, my original schedule called for two confined water classes in July. Now, July is always a bit of a challenge given when the fourth falls. Well, we got a little backed up with doing our certification dives, so I decided to replace one of the certification classes, uh, one of the confined water classes, with an open water weekend in Rhode Island. Also, when the team was up in Rhode Island, the second underwater photography workshop was conducted with two dives, where the participants put their training to the test and took some great underwater photos. We condensed the two confined water classes into one as I was able to get a bigger pool for the larger class, plus we had two instructors in the water. But that wasn't the only change. I needed to get the uh, students from, this, uh, from the nonprofit class certified, and it wasn't going to be feasible to get them to Rhode Island. Well, we reached out to Brownstone Sports Adventure Park in Portland, Connecticut, and they graciously allowed us to use their facility free of charge to get the kids certified. It also allowed us to re engage with the park. Now, before we took over Scuba Shack, Brownstone was the primary place for certification dives. Let's just say it's a long story as to why we stopped going there, but now let's just say we're looking at the quarry again as our primary open water training location. In fact, A few days after uh, the nonprofit certifications, we had two divers back at the park for their certification dives. Last year, a couple of our instructors started to bring some of our students up to Lake George in New York for training. Well, in July, they took several of our clients up there to finish their open water certification dives as well as conduct an advanced open water course. August was another very busy month. We were back to our two confined water courses. On the uh, intervening weekends, we were back doing open water dives. Four of our divers did their certifications up at Lake George, while another four were at the quarry doing advanced open water. And then we wrapped up August with another massive open water certification weekend at Brownstone. Oh yeah, we also finished up a dry suit class that weekend. The final underwater photography workshop took place in August, and that one was all about post-production work. September's a great time to be diving up here in New England, and our guys kicked it off with another night dive in Stonington. Now, after the Labor Day holiday, the first class in September was another advanced open water course at the quarry. We still had one more confined water class mid-month. And then, September wrapped up with another open water weekend and an emergency first response course in preparation for the rescue class. Believe it or not, by October, we start to wind down our training schedule. October is also the time that we schedule our rescue diver course. The thinking is that we have all the prior months to get folks through advanced open water so they can then move to rescue. That worked as planned and the team headed to Brownstone for their exercises, scenarios, and practical applications. I wonder who remembers Scenario 7. After rescue, we took a bit of a break from training as we had a big trip planned. More on that in a few minutes. Plus, November is DEMA and Thanksgiving. But then, in December, we did pick up another Foundations and Principles course, Uh, And that was a very big class with nine students, a big ending for a very big training schedule that was sprinkled with numerous Nitrox courses, Discover Scuba Diving, and pool refreshers. When I look back, I'm amazed at all the training that took place in 2023. Also, with our re-engagement with Brownstone Sports Adventure Park as a primary training location for open water weekend work, we're now able to invite all those taking part in training back to the shop for a great little get-together as we debrief from the diving. Everyone had great feedback on that, and the plan is to incorporate the post-dive event at Scuba Shack in 2024. Now, let me shift gears to the other part of our 2023 schedule, dive travel, and it was a very big year for us. Over the course of the year, I've done the reviews on the trips on the podcast, so I won't go into a lot of detail. More or less, this is just a recap of a very busy travel year. First was our winter trip. This year, saw us head to Bonaire for a week of diving at Divi Flamingo. Now, that was my first time getting to the island, and I enjoyed the diving at the resort. I'm still looking at when we'll be able to get back there. It just seems like there are so many places to go. In 2019, yes, way back then, we headed to Key Largo in April to do some certification in diving. Now, the plan was to do that every year. Well, the pandemic stopped our 2020 trip, and it has taken us to 2023 to get back on track. But this time, the team headed down to Isle for a week with Isle Dive Center. It worked out really well, and the Isle Mirada trip is back on the schedule for 2024. Next up for our travel schedule was our annual Memorial Day weekend trip. Now, this trip actually runs from Wednesday before the holiday and ends on Memorial Day. It's a short trip, but very well received. A lot of folks can't get away for a full week, and this allows them to get a few days of diving in without taking a week of vacation. Well, this year, we changed the location of the trip. For many, many years, probably close to 20, the trip went to Nassau. After the 2022 trip, the team decided that it was time for a change. The trip was shifted to Grand Cayman and Sunset House. Let's just say it was a huge success, so much so that before the group departed, it was decided that everyone wanted to return in 2024. It's on the schedule. And... It's filling up very fast. Now, we don't usually travel in the summer because of all the training that's going on. But in 2023, uh, Donna and I decided that we wanted to look at something different for the shop. And that would be a liveaboard in the Sea of Cortez, the Rocho Del Mar. So our plan called for putting this on the 2024 schedule. But I wanted to go check out the trip ahead of time. So, the folks at Mexican Liverboards were able to get us on a fam trip in late July. It was amazing, and now it got us all set for leading the trip next year. And finally, the big one our long awaited trip to the Philippines. Little did we know when we booked this trip in December 2019 that it wouldn't be until 2023 that we would make the journey. I told you all about this incredible trip just after we got back. I'm very much looking forward to someday getting back to Dumaguete and diving with Atlantis Dive Resorts. I can say that all 27 of us on that trip had a fantastic time. So as you can see, travel was a very large part of 2023 at Scuba Shack. And the plan is to keep on traveling in 2024. In fact, we're starting early with a trip to the Little Cayman in January. I'll keep you updated throughout the year. Now, I think I'll wrap up this look back by filling in some of the other key activities. March saw us back at Beneath the Sea in New Jersey. Now, that was the first time the show went off since 2019, and it was really great to get back down there. We also took that opportunity to attend a regulator repair clinic the day before the show opened. In January, I got word that I had been elected to the DEMA Board of Directors and would start our work in February. Now, I also volunteered for two other DEMA committees, the show committee and the retailer engagement committee. My work with DEMA also included being a member of the nominating committee for the 2023 slate of candidates. So a very busy year with the association, culminating in an absolutely fantastic show in New Orleans last month. And I was also very fortunate to have been selected to do a a sponsored presentation at the show on New Diver Motivation. So now we're in the midst of all our year-end activities. Time to do the inventory and close the books on a very successful 2023. Well, I hope you enjoyed that look back at the year at Scuba Shack. And now it's also time to close out Season 5 of Scooby Shack Radio. I want to once again thank all of you who continue to listen and support the show. Now, I've been thinking a lot about Season 6, and I'm going to be adjusting the format a bit to include more information about what's happening at the dive shop, maybe do a little bit more in-depth discussion about products, and some deeper commentary. I'm still working on that, so stay tuned. I'll be kicking off the new season on New Year's Day. So I will talk to you again when we hit 2024. Take care. Cuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast supporting our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time.